All right, Joe, which would you take? Would you take another Pinnacle Peak Pictures movie or a Daily Wire movie? We did do that one. Now, we made, I made a commitment to you that we would never touch that again, but just gun to your head, you have to do this off podcast. Pin- pinnacle pinnacle Peak, because we might get another God's Not Dead 2 out of we it. We might. We probably won't, but we might. Give me a moment's peace and take out the trash. We pay taxes for people to commentate the garbage. Hey, listen, Greeny, no more sneaking rides to the junkyard. Yeah, man, take a taxi when you want to go to the junkyard. Hello, and welcome to Hot Trash Unlimited, the show where me, Joe, and me, Caleb, sit in our couch, watch the TV, and punish ourselves. We knew this was coming. We did this to ourselves. Yes, I... But how could we I question, not? I question our sanity each and every time we do something like this. How could we not? The year is 2022. This movie, of course, came out in 2021. But somehow, a certain franchise has lasted... 10 years 10 years and we could not do any of the other ones on the podcast because none of them came out while the podcast was happening so i see this less of us talking about this one movie and more of us talking about all of these movies unfortunately it's brought about by the most boring one this is true joe what are we watching today god's not dead we the people not for the people which would have been (laughs) such a better name because it's the fourth one Come on, Pinnacle Peak. Yeah, hire us to make your movies Pinnacle Peak. No, I just—I don't want to make them. I just want to name them. I would like to call this hearing of the House Subcommittee to order. Right now, that's definitely the way to mandate universal educational guidelines. Once we decide what a child needs to know, it becomes imperative that every child know it. Remember the visit we got from social services the other day? I'm here to review your homeschooling environment. Religion has been removed from our schools. They're teaching kids that they don't need God. If your children do not show up at school a week from Monday, you will be charged with contempt of court, meaning you will be incarcerated. God's not dead. You got a five head. Like a five-fingered God punch. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the royalties. So God's Not Dead is the film that put Pure Flix pictures on a very small but notable map but as time has gone on they have made four movies now they made a trilogy with like a conclusion and character arcs and everything and then they made another one yeah <laughs> they have now transitioned pure flicks is no longer the name of the studio instead that's just the name of their streaming site now it is called pinnacle peak pictures and that alliteration just really gets you and they can't do full theatrical runs, so they're doing they're stuck doing Fathom events now. <laughs> which a, is, they had a three day release. Now, admittedly, we won't have seen this in theaters anymore. Oh God, no! But we did uh, we did watch this movie through purely uh, legal means. So let's go back and forth on explaining what the God's Not Dead movies are. I will do one since I know you'll want to do. Oh, I love to. You love to. One is there's a lot of plots in it, but for the most part, it is about a freshman in college who's forced. I mean, not to... for the most part, but this is just one of the four plots and the yes. one they advertise the movie off of. Who is forced to debate his atheist professor on whether or not God is dead or else he will not pass like philosophy 101 and then not be able to get into pre-law. There's also Muslims are evil and Chinese people are evil. No, no, and no, 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 no. That's, that's in two that the Chinese people are evil. Yeah, I, but they plant the seeds yes. in this one. Um, and that cancer, well, yeah, cancer is, yeah, but you know, but cancer, but newsboys can cure cancer yes. and Duck Dynasty is there too. Uh-huh. So it's a lot. 
You, well, yeah, you got it all. What's two? Two is about Sabrina the Teenage Witch accidentally, I'm using quotes, accidentally preaching in the classroom when she does something very reasonable and answers a question with context. Um, and so it, it, go, it goes to court and is wildly entertaining. It's like the longest one at like running it, clocking it at like two hours and 10 minutes. But by God, it's the most entertaining with how insane absolutely insane it is i feel like to the core audience of these movies it has the most honest villain it's prosecutor kane prosecutor kane <laughs> who just wants to kill the idea of god yes <laughs> he works for the aclu by the way <laughs> this is also all happening in arkansas <laughs> god's not dead three returns light in a darkened world yeah returns to the college campus where there is a brick thrown through the church's window and then a fire is started or something it, like, hits, it hits a like a propane pipe that like sets fire yeah but then it becomes this whole thing about eminent domain and the school wants to shut the church down because it's on the school's property the pastor main pastor of the series David uh, White. His brother comes in, but his brother's an atheist. But by the end of it, they decide that atheists and Christians can get along. <laughs> they can coexist. And in a in a groundbreaking move for this franchise, the atheist is not converted slash killed. <laughs> <laughs> Prosecutor Kane also does not die, but no. that's because he's But he's he's still a villain. He's just the devil. <laughs> <laughs> and then four which we watched today for which I uh, combine like all three of these movies into but only the most boring parts, only the worst elements. Yeah. Only the elements that would like make you fall asleep while watching it. It has the scattered shot approach to the plot that the first one has, where it's just about a billion different things. It has kind of a courtroom synopsis, but they make, they make sure to tell you it's not a courtroom. Then they treat it like a courtroom. What do you think it gets from three being really boring? Bringing back characters that no one cared about. Yeah, Martin Yip and uh, the Muslim girl. The main plot of four is about some homeschoolers who are challenged by social services because they don't think they're doing a good enough job homeschooling. Yeah, they just and show up at their door. <laughs> when they appeal this, for some reason, instead of going to the next court up, which would still be a state court, they go to a subcommittee of Congress. A congressional hearing, yeah. Now, Joe. Yes, Caleb. I'm no lawyer. But no, you're not. luckily, I did receive a very good homeschooled education. <laughs> and you have I a personal know, stake in this one. Oh, oh, yes. This is the representation I have not been waiting for. <laughs> I know that when you appeal something, not only does it not go hop out of the judicial, judicial branch <laughs> over into the legislative branch, <laughs> but also... <laughs> Even if it did, Congress couldn't do anything about it. That is correct. <laughs> Much like how the president cannot declare war. For a movie that is so focused on giving these Christian characters gotcha moments where they know more about America and American history and American law, it sure doesn't understand a very fundamental part of America's founding, the separation of powers. No, this movie, this movie is just wanting to show you, hey, look, we, we know about these Christian things. Look, we're, we're showing, or these American things, we're showing all the monuments. During COVID, so there's no one around. There's literally no one around. <laughs> Everybody's got a six, seven feet between them at all moments. So as I did mention, I am homeschooled. Uh -huh. And so- Was. Um, was homeschooled, yeah. So, you know, I have a little bit of experience 
Um, and we usually play a game on this show where when we watch a movie that takes place in high school, I ask Joe questions about high school. <laughs> but I was the one with questions this time. Do you have any questions about being homeschooled? Yeah. Is it like a commune with like 10 kids all at desks in someone's living room? So you can do co-ops. I actually did one of these. Usually they are for subjects that are more specialized. Like I did a speech and debate thing there. I did I took my guitar lessons at a co-op. I did like computer. Is it just someone's house? No, I did it at a church. And so yeah, that, cause I've had a couple homeschool friends who like they, they had homeschool school once a week. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes it is small enough, especially I think my girlfriend's um, co-op was like this, uh, where if you're in a small enough town, it is just in someone's home. Huh? But you know, what doesn't happen when you're homeschooled, especially in Arkansas. <laughs> I'm not from Arkansas, but I looked this up. <laughs> You don't have social services just coming up randomly, knocking on your door, sitting in your house for like three minutes, and then deciding you're unfit to homeschool. (laughs) They list off several reasons why these parents are unfit to homeschool. Mainly, I think, the self-partnered persons. (laughs) Oh, that's the best line in the movie. I think that got the biggest, the biggest uh, hop of joy. No, no, there was a, there was a bigger squeal. The the social services person comes in. One of the one of the kids asks if her name is Miss or Mrs. Uh, and she goes, "I identify as self partnered," <laughs> which should show you how much good faith this uh, these creators are coming at from. But she gets like uh, they have inadequate equipment. The parents aren't properly educated yeah, they got to a do this. Instead of a whiteboard, yeah, right? all all this stuff. It's quite heinous. sad. It's heinous. And uh, very importantly, the co op can't do sports at the other school because if they don't go to the school they can't do sports at the school that was brought up for some weird reason and then suddenly dropped but these are the requirements in arkansas uh, and we're just going to play a little bit of a game okay so what ages are required for schooling in arkansas uh five to 18 five to 17 but yeah some states have a lower uh graduation kindergarten to yeah 12th grade. Yeah. Do you think you need to notify the state that you're homeschooling? Yes. Yeah, that seems pretty reasonable. All right. Trick to answering these, all of them have the same answer. So I'll just read off all four of these questions and you can guess. Uh, Do you need a teacher qualification? Uh, Do you have any state mandated subjects? Is assessment required? And does it require immunization? No. Exactly. (laughs) So I'd like to remind you that while this movie takes place in Arkansas, not only would they not be game visited by a person, they do not have to teach Common Core and they don't have to have any requirements to teach their kids. So every single thing that this woman brings up, with the exception of, I guess, lack of equipment, which would still fall under the assessments, does not exist in the state of Arkansas. (laughs) Good, Good job. You did your homework. Well, you know, when you're homeschooled, it's all homework. This is just making me want to debate homeschooling being a thing, but that's that this movie tries to do that. I mean, go for it. I think homeschooling like it worked out for the, me. The, a couple of those no's, I'm like, ah, maybe those should be yeses. Like it worked out for me, but I also know a lot of homeschoolers who did not have as good of an education yeah. as I have. And I am the first one in line being like, it needs to be much more regulated than it was because okay. I got lucky. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm not out here defending homeschool. I'm okay. out here defending reality, which doesn't exist because schools just want to teach subjective truth. They just want to teach postmodernism. Mm-hmm. All the everyone's liberal, everyone and communists. But also, what's weird about this is that all the villains are clearly concerned about being progressive and stuff, but none of the politicians ever expressly present their. 
uh, political party. No, why would I? Why would they? Well, you know, maybe if, if any of these people were Republicans, there would be no audience for this for this movie. Well, except for the good person who we know is a Republican because he's wearing a red tie. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just it goes to this point where this at the end of this movie, they try to bring out it's like we need to unite all the while still holding all like the hatred and vitriol towards progressive progressivism. Mm-hmm. So it's like, we need to unite, but, but you have to stop being progressive. <laughs> stop that. Get it out of here. Okay. Shall we, shall we go through the, the, the returning cast? Yeah, sure. Let's go through the subplots. Okay. So we got the big one, the, the main one about the homeschool case. With yeah. Good old David R. A. R. White returning producer, owner of, Peak Pinnacle Pictures or whatever it is, Pinnacle Peak. Um, with a bunch of moms and fathers. Well, just two moms and one father of this. Yeah. Then we got the main parents, their son is buying a car. And that's his subplot. But from a girl who he thinks is cute, but it turns out her mom is the judge they're having to appeal and she they get a ton of screen time for some reason well, i think it's supposed to be cute they have no fun. bearing no 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 no. i'm talking about the mom and the dot the judge mom and the daughter oh well that's because they realized while writing this that's why oh wait they can't actually win the appeal because this isn't how the judicial system works we'll just have the judge change her mind because her daughter convinced her they, they get so much screen time so so does the boy so so does car <laughs> Well, that's the thing. There's there's an inherent flaw in these movies that You don't say. <laughs> that whenever they're going up against the government, they cannot say that the government is bad. And they can't be like they they have to show a certain amount of respect towards the government. But they also want clearly want their position to win. So instead of actually having any like definitive change to the laws or anything, they just have to have every character move over to their position at the end. Mm -hmm. So we couldn't actually have them win an appeal in like the next higher court. They have to just have some contrived way for the judge to change her mind. Yeah. Then we have, no, that's it. There's there, no, no, no. There's oh, no, no, no. oh Mar- yeah, there's Muslim girl. She she comes yeah, back from Martin the first Yip, movie. Martin Yip is there, but only to say random, <laughs> just to say random American facts. It's because why is he back? Well, in the previous three films, David he wasn't A. in R. three. Well, in the previous three films, David A. R. White had his black sidekick, who they decided to kill off because they were in so the trilogy. An Asian sidekick. Well, yeah, they need they need some type of like oh, guys. No. We're not racist. We've got this guy. Oh, no. He's here only to help out the white person. Isn't that cool oh no in the third one he's here to die for the white person (laughs) then you have uh one of the parents kids his father's died and ever since then he's been dealing with the grief oh my god And she doesn't want him to go to school because then oh no maybe they'll have a school counselor there who can help him out oh no maybe maybe this kid can get uh, a second opinion (laughs) and then there is uh, a girl from the first movie who was is a Christian, secret Christian, and then she gets kicked out when her Muslim father finds this out. And beat. Yes, and beaten. Um, it's maybe the most disgusting thing in all these movies. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, in this one, she gets hit by a car. <laughs> no, a truck, a semi. A truck. <laughs> and so her father has to reconcile with her except she's in a coma so he can't but he 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 has a conversation with the with the despondent boy yeah so like somehow he doesn't convert either he just he's like god is good but it's like well you're talking about you know just keep it vague keep it vague (laughs) so the christians don't get mad but they feel good they're like yeah we like muslims that one (laughs) that's one of the good ones he was an iron man for some reason he didn't 
ever apologize for beating his daughter. Nope, nope, nope. He sure didn't. At least he's like, he acts like a real person in this. All that's required of him is to act sad because his daughter, <laughs> daughter hit by a semi. <laughs> oh, no newsboys this time around. No newsboys. No newsboys. No Duck Dynasty. No cameos from uh, from Pat Boone or anything. I think they really blew their load with the second one, and they just haven't been able to reach those heights. Well, three bombed. Yeah, but three also like they had cameos from like theologians mm-hmm. and from like pop culture figures like Pat Boone. They had their was three was Pat Boone in three. No, no, I'm talking about two. Oh, okay. And it had the most, like, the most recognizable stars. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Hudson and stuff. And then, like, from that point on, they just weren't able to reach that height. I, well, three had, like, the same budget as the other ones. It just... I, they just couldn't draw in the names. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was also a reasonable movie. <laughs> so, Relatively reasonable. Well, yes. Yeah. Comparatively. And so you get into this one, and it's like, well, they already finished up the trilogy. The third one bombed. They weren't able to get anybody for the third one. So why would they, like, they have to kind of rely on the pure flicks mainstays. Like Francesca Batticelli. <laughs> but, like, the th- difference is, is that if you're not a Christian, you'll recognize who Ernie Hudson or Sabrina the Teenage mm-hmm. Witch is. Melissa you- Joan Hart. She has a name. You won't recognize who Francesca Batticelli no. is. I'm a Christian and I didn't recognize which one she was. I saw her at Winter Jam in 2014. She was aggressively average. <laughs> Can't wait for God's Not Dead 5 with Lauren Daigle. John Cooper. <laughs> oh, he would do one of those too. He would. This also does not look like it takes place in Washington. They clearly took a trip to Washington and got, yeah, they got a lot They of, got a bunch of stock footage. Yeah, they got a lot of B-roll footage of all these monuments. It was filmed in Utah. So they go to Washington, but their set just looks like the back hall of some random city hall or like a community center or Community church. college. Or community college. I'm a bit of a nerd. I've watched my fair share of uh, congressional hearings before. I have never seen... <laughs> A room that's just like so empty with such little formality about it. I'll give you three reasons as to why. No budget. Yeah. Get it out for cheap. And COVID. Yes. Yeah. I thought No Way Home was obvious that it was filmed during COVID. Dear Lord, this was even more obvious. And you know, you think if anyone, uh, pinnacle people could get uh, people out here who wouldn't care about COVID. Maybe there are standards that have to be enforced. Maybe. Maybe there is government overreach. You're right, Joe. <laughs> but not only does it not look like a congressional hearing. No one behaves like a congressional hearing. They're very formal. They acknowledge time limits, but they never actually enforce them. They're constantly just like stopping the hearing in the middle, even though that is not allowed by parliamentary procedure because you don't know who any of these people are Mm party-wise. You don't know what like the makeup of the committee is, so you don't know like who's the minority head and stuff. And so it's just very confusing. Emphasis on evil. And then at the end, David A.R.Y. is giving his big speech about how you're distracting us to take our liberties you are evil joe biden you are evil (laughs) the head of the committee is constantly being like out of order out of order bailiff get this man and the bailiff does nothing what bailiff (laughs) would risk their job for this guy David A.R. White. And also, he's not out of order. He stood up, which is dumb, because if he's trying to get well, a speech... Well, he backs away from the mic. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's that's pretty stupid. And he's getting heated, but you can get heated in a congressional hearing. There's nothing out of order about it. It's also right after they get, like, all the homeschool people from around the... I don't know, what, what was it? The nation or the state? Or what, what was it? Yeah, it's the another... The 75%? It's another appeal to unity. Like, we're all in the same fight here. We're showing all the people who homeschool 
school for other reasons. Systematic racism. Yeah, underfunded schools, which we could solve with government. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Which the government funds and would give more. Dang it. You know, if we if we didn't have our schools based off of property tax. Wait, no, we're we're inching very dangerously towards (laughs) socialism. And then there's one person who just doesn't want their kids vaccinated. vaccinated. <laughs> that was the one that got me the best. That was it. Medical freedom. Sure, all my kids have like 70 diseases from the 30s, but whatever. Guys, I did it. I brought back polio. And that's my God-given right. <laughs> So they all come together and they're like, we're all in this together. But ultimately, by the end of it, his argument is still very religious based. And then there's just no conclusion. Yeah, because then it just ends. Yeah, because this is a congressional subcommittee. Like, they, they can't actually do anything. Yeah. So why were they there in the first place? Like they have a comment early on where like the original head of the committee dies unexpectedly. And he's yeah, like, he was he was really fair. Goodbye centrists or something, says the evil Democrat woman. But I'm like, which party is trying to promote centrism and leaning across the aisle? I don't think it's the one. <laughs> now, listen, I want centrists to be weeded out, too, but that's f- for completely different reasons. <laughs> Which party is benefiting from Joe Manchin right now? Let's just ask that question. Uh, This movie is so stupid. These movies just want to act like they're not political. (laughs) Like that's like the basis of them. Yeah. They want to be like, this is all common sense. But also they approach it in such a bad faith manner that it can only appeal to the people who already agree with them. At least with the third one, it's trying to find some middle ground. But with one and one, two and three... The people who oppose them are so comically evil. Uh-huh. Which and and this this commits the worst uh, movie sin of all of being boring. Oh yeah, the second one is so funny. There's, Hilarious. There's the plot twist about the the alternative girl who on the jury who turns out to be a Christian. Yeah, and stuff. with the but with the weird cult tattoo. <laughs> yeah, like it's it's great. It has Prosecutor Kane, Ernie Judge Ernie Hudson. Judge Ernie, you Hudson. are out of order in my court. I mean, this one does have actual real actors, too, playing the politicians, but, like, they're all boring, Mm -hmm. and they're from, like, Grey's Anatomy and Law and Order. Oh, is that where they're from? Yeah. Like, I want a Ghostbuster. (laughs) I want Bill Murray. If Pure Flix came up to me and was like, do you want to play the villain in one of these? I would do it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ham it up as far as possible. I I would try to beat out Prosecutor They didn't say the thing. They didn't say, we are going to prove once and for all that God is dead. Yeah, this has nothing to do with God. This is such a boring culture war thing. That's the problem is they don't commit to interesting culture wars. I wouldn't see the God's not dead about trans issues. Why? Would it be good? No. Would it be offensive? Yes. Could I tear into it? Could I feel more of an emotion than mild befuddlement? Yes. (laughs) Mild befuddlement. Mainly I want it because I think it would hurt their company more than this will. I want to wrap this up. But then Just I also end it like the movie did. Yeah, I also want to take a cue from God's Not Dead 4. So guys, hashtag hot trash unlimited. Uh, text all <laughs> text your friends. Text everyone you know. If you believe in our mission today, text all your friends. 